Welcome to the Time with Teresa Around the World TV radio podcast, where she has the honor to interview celebrities, talents, and Christian leaders across the globe. Each week, Teresa shares inspiring broadcasts that is sure to warm your heart and encourage your soul. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome your host, Teresa Westbrook. Exciting program on Time with Teresa. I'm your host, Teresa Westbrook, and today's guest has a unique background and will be sharing his early years in Hollywood and how the Lord met him there and called him into the ministry. Please help me welcome my guest, Dr. Jeff Backer. Welcome, Dr. Backer. It's a blessing to be here. Well, it is a delight to have you on the program. Thanks for coming. Uh, before we get started, could you share with our viewers just a little bit more about your current personal and professional background? Well, you know, uh, it all started actually uh, when I was four years old. Uh, when I was four years old, I was born Jewish. Oh, I didn't know that. I was born Jewish, and then uh, we were bad Jews. We ate pork, and uh, <laughs> uh, but I was taught how to pray at an early age, and and I, you know it was one of those just simple prayers. But I prayed it every night, and and I got to a point where I was praying a little boy, four years old, Jesus Yeshua, mm -hmm. comes in my room, and as he comes into my room, he calls me into the ministry. Well, that didn't go well with my dad, you know, being Jewish. And, and my mm -hmm. brother said, did you eat pizza last night? You know, because he thought, what are you doing? You know, saying you're going to be in the ministry. And so growing up, I always knew I was going to be a minister. And yet we didn't go to synagogue. And this is Jesus. Talk. We didn't go to church. And I really thought, how am I ever going to be a minister? And so really, I, I ran from the calling and ran to Hollywood. I was brought up in, in Southern California and they were filming when I was in high school, they were filming a movie down the road from me. And I went down there and I was all excited. And, and I noticed how the uh, extras were sitting on one side of the road and they were all bored and waiting and tired. And, and then the fans on this side of the road were all excited and looking and trying to see who was there. And so what I did was I went over by the extras and I sat and leaned against the wall and acted bored. Well, the director came over to me and said, you, walk in front of the camera, this way. And suddenly I was in the movies. <laughs> I, was, I was raring to go. I was excited about it. That was with Jan Vi Michael Vincent and Chris Christopherson. That was my very first movie, Vigilante Force. Uh -huh. I, and they, they literally took me as, as starting as an extra. In that movie, they moved me up to be one of the Green Mountain Boys in that movie. And uh, Jan Michael Vincent, myself, and, and four others were a team that uh, went forth and uh, saved the town. Uh -huh. And... Uh, I, I started going to Lee Strasberg Theater Institute in the evenings. I was going to high school during the day. I did 31 movies. I did uh, uh, voiceovers for Walt Disney. I did commercials, television, uh, stand-up. I'll never forget I was doing uh, stand-up at the Comedy Store there on Sunset in Hollywood. And uh, I, I'd get up there and I didn't tell jokes. I'd just get up there and just start talking and everybody would start laughing and we'd just have a good old time. And I'll never forget one evening at the Comedy Store, 
Robin Williams was sitting oh. in the middle of the audience. And when I got done at the end of my set, Robin Williams stood up and gave me a standing ovation. Oh, my goodness. I'll tell you what. Oh, my goodness. Oh, that, that was awesome. You know. Oh, wow. Now, it, had Robin already started in his career during that time? He had just started, and he was, uh, he of course, he was doing still doing stand-up there at the Comedy Store and other places. Mm -hmm. But I think he I think he was already doing uh, Mork and Mindy at that time. And oh. so he was... Uh, he was already well known, mm -hmm. and so we uh, we we did so many different things during that time. You know, I was uh, going to Lee Strasberg Theater Institute was one of the greatest. Uh, uh, that's that's where all the biggies went and learned how to uh, the method. Uh, uh, the uh, uh, Lee Strasberg was so instrumental in teaching. Uh, method acting and so mm -hmm. I was a method actor and, mm -hmm. and I, I, I'll tell you what I, I had such a wonderful time in Hollywood mm -hmm. there was a time where uh, Columbia Studios was going to put back the old uh, studio uh, of just getting a few people together and using them in several movies mm -hmm. and they started with 2,000 people went down to about 250 people went down to 20 people and then they were going to use 10 as their players mm -hmm. I was one of the ten. Oh wow! How exciting! And I, I'll tell you How what. I was re yeah, it was very exciting <laughs> until mm -hmm. they scraped the whole. The, uh, they they scrapped the whole uh, program and it didn't have the funds to do some things. And and oh. next thing I knew, I was I had more footage on the cutting room floor. Oh no! Matter of fact, if you take all of the movies I was in and all the <laughs> all of what ended up on the cutting room floor, you could make three or four major motion pictures. <laughs> from what I had on the cutting room floor. But uh, well, that's part of the industry. Oh my. And so, so at an early age, the bug hit you just by walking through by the camera. Well, no, I, I was I in, was always the you know the class clown. I was in drama. I was you know in theater growing mm -hmm. up. It, 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 I really loved theater. Mm -hmm. I loved uh, and I wanted I wanted to be a, a movie star. You know, mm -hmm. I, I, growing up, you know, I watched Cary Grant and you know, uh, yes, I'm gonna be <laughs> Cary Grant. You know, and I, 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 I couldn't wait to to do those things yeah. and and so really I, I I never ran away from God I ran away from the calling mm -hmm. and I ran to Hollywood mm -hmm. it was while I was in Hollywood that I met Linda Carter she was Wonder Woman yeah I remember her and she had Loved just her show she just got so fired up for the Lord mm -hmm. and uh, I would talk to her about you know can I serve God and still be in Hollywood and mm -hmm. I was really in a situation where I was wondering, can I serve the Lord in Hollywood? Because I knew I had a call in my life. Mm -hmm. And it was while I was in Hollywood, I was doing a horror movie. Mm -hmm. And you know, that, that, does, <laughs> that doesn't come across too well. I, I'm doing a horror movie and uh, I, was, I was a parapsychologist. We were looking for ghosts. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and they, they hire uh, warlocks and witches mm -hmm. and they hire them as advisors to the movie. And a warlock comes in to the soundstage one day and he's laying his hand on people and they're falling down under the counterfeit power of Satan. Mm -hmm. Well, there's nothing exciting about doing movies. Mm -hmm. The excitement comes up the red carpet. That's when the excitement <laughs> is. Doing a movie is very boring. You sit around for hours while they're setting up cameras mm -hmm. and lights and, mm -hmm. and, and, and you'll be going over your lines or something. Or, or you're just sitting around doing nothing. Well, idle hands get into mischief. And, mm -hmm. and so I was sitting there, and, and now I'm starting to serve the Lord. 
Someone had, uh, a, well, cute young actress had invited me to go to uh, church. And so I had started going to church and I started getting fired up. I got real fired up, man. I, I was excited about Jesus. And I was, I was, so now I'm, I'm going to church on Sunday and doing a horror movie during the week. <laughs> and, and I'm feeling like this is not working too good. So, so, uh, this warlock, he's, he's laying his hands on people. And, and I felt like the Lord said to me, I want you to go down there and have him lay his hand on you. I said, get thee behind me, Satan. I'm not, I'm not going. And, and, but I knew it was God. I, I grew up talking with the Lord. Mm -hmm. I grew up knowing his voice. Mm -hmm. And so I went down there, and as I, I walked over to him, I thought, you know, inside, I'm like, you know, you know I'm like, <laughs> I'm standing there. He put his hand, he didn't even get his hand to my head, and he went, ah! And he looked at his hand, he looked at me, and he ran out of the soundstage. Oh, wow. Later wow. on, we found out, he said his hand was on fire. Mm. The Lord spoke to me that day and he said, I didn't call you to this. He said, I called you into the ministry. Well, he had to come to me three times because mm -hmm. the first time he came to me, I said, well, this is all I know. Mm -hmm. Second time I said, well, how, I can't serve you. I don't know the word. The third time I said, I surrender, but I don't know your word, Lord. <laughs> and he said, go learn it. Mm -hmm. And at this time, I just married my wife, uh, Kathleen, and we we packed up our stuff and we moved from from Hollywood to Dallas. <laughs> and moving to Dallas was like going from the you know I mean we we went from the fast lane to you mm -hmm. know the mm -hmm. emergency lane. We, we it was <laughs> night and day. Uh, and and I went uh, to Bible college and began to uh, get in the Word. Now, about want, how old were you at that time? I was I was about twenty two. About 22. So very, that was quite remarkable to be that young and to leave Hollywood to go into the ministry. And I'm sure you didn't make that decision based on finances to go into the ministry. No, no, no. I, uh, no, because I was making good money. I mean, I was in Rocky Three with oh, Sylvester I love Stallone. Rocky, yes. I love Sylvester oh, Stallone. I'm friends my. with him on Facebook. You know, Sylvester Stallone <laughs> just accepted the Lord. Yeah, praise God. Hallelujah. Praise God, yeah. You know, and I was I was getting into some good movies and doing some things and, and really uh, my agent was just starting to get me some things where I was getting some some uh, auditions for lead roles. Mm -hmm. And so I, I was I was just I mean it was not the time to leave Hollywood in the natural, mm -hmm. but God had a bigger plan. Mm -hmm. And so here you come to Texas, which is a culture shock from Hollywood and newly married and begin learning God's word and going to seminary, I guess. Went to Christ for the Nations okay. down, down in uh, South Dallas. Mm -hmm. And I tell you what, I, I, I got in the word both day and night. I mm -hmm. got in the word, just, just not only my own studies, but I, I had such a desire for the word of God, because I thought my whole life, I, I didn't grow up in church, mm -hmm. so I had to learn it now. Mm -hmm. And so I began to just, just I aced every class. I got an A in every, mm -hmm. every class. And, mm -hmm. and I just studied and studied and studied to the point where I, I got a hold of the word of God. It's still studied today, of course. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's never ending. You never can never, ending. never graduate from the word of God. The word it's of God continual. is so exciting. Yeah. So exciting. Well, uh, back up a little bit about your parents. Now, 
did your parents ever accept the call on your life, accept that, or what well, happened there? Actually, uh, I ended up going back from Christ for the Nations back to California. I pastored for a short time in California. Okay. And while I was there, both my mother and my father came to my service and accepted the Lord. Oh, praise God. And praise my God. little Jewish daddy, yeah, <laughs> he, he ended up being a photographer for Benny Hinn. Oh, really? And, and wow. uh, got sold out and fired up for Jesus. Hallelujah. <laughs> and so then after being in uh, California for a short time, I, I felt like I was called into the traveling ministry. And everybody told me, you need to go back to Dallas because <laughs> in Dallas, every direction in the country is shorter if you're on one oh. coast, you end up doing a lot of things right there in that area. Mm -hmm. But if you're in the middle, you end up going everywhere. Mm -hmm. And and we loved Dallas. And mm -hmm. so we moved back to Dallas and went into the traveling ministry. Mm -hmm. I was on, uh, uh, I, I, I literally would preach 50 out of 52 weeks. Mm -hmm. for, 20, for the last 25 years, mm -hmm. I have preached 50 out of 52 weeks all over the country. Mm -hmm going forth with the good news of Jesus Christ, <laughs> hallelujah, signs and wonders following. I, I have seen thousands, tens of thousands of miracles, everything from blind eyes open, deaf ears, cancers, tumors, mm. goiters on people's necks that shrink in my hand. Mm. It's too late to tell me that God is not a miracle working God. Amen. And, and literally we have gone all over the country and, and uh, I'll never forget, I said to the Lord, this, this is back, uh, oh, back in the, in the 90s. I said to the Lord, I said, you know, I, I really feel like my ministry should be a little bit further, further along. And the Lord said, well, you keep, you keep closing the door to television. I said, well, that's my past. That's, mm -hmm. that's Hollywood. Mm -hmm. I, I, I don't have anything more to do with that. Mm -hmm. And the Lord said, no. He said, this is for me. And I'll never forget, I got a revelation that God used all of that beginnings mm -hmm. in Hollywood mm -hmm. to teach me how to do television and to do movies and things for Jesus. Mm -hmm. And since the 90s, I've hosted TBN. I've been on Daystar many mm -hmm. times. And, Love both of and those. And Promised Land Television. I was mm -hmm. a, a regular guest host on mm -hmm. Promised Land. Been on all the major Christian television networks, bringing forth the good news of Jesus because it is not Hollywood. It's just a great avenue to bring forth the good news of Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, it's good news. Gospel right. means good news. Right. And, and there, uh, you know, I used to make people laugh there at the comedy store and give them a little bit of happiness for a moment. Mm -hmm. But now I give people joy for a lifetime. Yeah. And there's nothing like the good news. Amen. That is wonderful. I just love that. Well, nothing's ever wasted in the Lord. He takes all of our experiences and works it out for the good. And, and it helps us to relate to people on many different levels. There's hardly anybody that's one dimensional. So you're just multidimensional and we, our God's a multidimensional God. So it's just wonderful. And, and then also, uh, Dr. Backer, you, you were coming from Hollywood into the ministry, and then we have ministers who are in the ministry who now are doing faith-based films, and they're kind of crossing over and taking up some acting parts and doing a wonderful job. And case in point, you and I were recently at the red carpet of Rick Reyna and Kenneth Copeland's movie, Rally LA, and I was privileged to get some red carpet interviews, but you were actually in that film. Wasn't have that a, an exciting night? I have a small part in the movie. They actually 
called me and asked if I'd like to be in that movie mm -hmm. and just had a had a time being in that movie. Just, you know, and, and I saw that that's one of the things I really want to do now. Mm -hmm. Full circle. I want yeah. I want to use that avenue because faith based movies are really coming to a point of quality now yes. where people are going to see it. We just recently had War Room come out yes, and it yes. was the number one movie, mm -hmm. faith-based movie. Yeah. It was the number one movie of all movies, including Hollywood yeah. for the weekend. Yeah. And Owen Wilson came out with his movie and several others came out. And yet War Room, a, a faith-based movie, got number one at the box office. Yeah. And yeah. so we're seeing that God is using mm -hmm. movies, television, all these areas to bring forth the gospel, to bring forth good word. You know, we, we've been kind of slack. We've been on the back burner of the church. We've, we've been sitting back and saying, well, you know, we'll let them do these things. And yet God said, no, he said, I planned that the church would have been on the forefront, mm -hmm. that we would have been bringing forth the good news and, and using every avenue mm -hmm. of media and whatever mm -hmm. to bring forth this message. Right. Well, whatever we do, you know, whether we're on the job, whether we're teaching a class, whatever yes. we're doing, it, even in, in Hollywood, there is a place for all of God's people to impact the world and the environment that they're in. And we have a sphere of influence. And, uh, you know, speaking of the faith-based films, recently I did a film screening here for Beyond the Farther Star yes. at our local Cinemark here in Denton. And we had a packed out house and the audiences were just, uh, had wonderful uh, responses to the movie. And of course that's going on, uh, but- I just talked to Andrew uh, and I'm interested in getting in his next movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. There you go. And uh, I remember when I saw the trailer to War Room and Miss Claire, who has a part in it, a pivotal part in that movie, and uh, she was just praying, saying a prayer in the movie trailer. Brother Backer, something just rose up in me and I thought, I want to be in a faith-based film. I felt like she was just calling me into it. So Amen. I don't know where that'll go, but uh, I'm just saying that they're not only good quality films, mm -hmm but they have power to motivate oh, and yes. put people into action. Well, War Room, what a wonderful movie about prayer. Yeah. If it doesn't change your prayer life, you weren't watching the movie. Mm -hmm. Right, it's powerful, it's powerful. And, and the wonderful thing about faith-based movies and television is it reaches millions of people. The impact mm -hmm. and the potential yeah. is enormous. Yeah. Now, could you share with our viewers, why is it important for believers to get out and to support faith-based films, especially on opening night. Why well, is that important? Because that's what tells Hollywood and tells actually the ones who are producing uh, that, that it's going to be something that is going to make money for them first. Mm -hmm. But number two, it shows them that they can put it in other theaters and it can, it, that it, it's literally going to get an audience. Right. And if it's going to get an audience, then they're going to make money. And, and, and they're, they're looking to see if it's going to make it. They're, they're looking at, did it do well on opening night, opening weekend? And if it does well, then they'll put it in more markets. Right. And so I, I know that believers understand partnering with ministries, like sending you to another country or sending mm -hmm. you as a missionary somewhere to preach the gospel. But it seems like they're having a hard time understanding that when they they go and bring friends to these faith-based films on opening night. Mm -hmm. They are partnering 
with the message that is behind exactly. that faith-based film. And they've got to get out of that mentality that people are doing this for vain reasons or they're doing it for the money. You know, uh, there's scripture in the Bible, and you can quote it better than me, that Paul said, uh, some preach for uh, envy, some preach for money, but I just thank God that Jesus Christ is being preached, no mm -hmm. matter what the motives are. And so we can't answer for everybody's motives, but I do know a lot of these films are, are being made at a believer's expense. They are walking on faith and putting that out there. And so when we go, we're just partnering with them to get that message out into the you know, world. Most of the Christian uh, faith-based producers that I've met, most of them are not making millions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Most of them are putting that money right back into making more yeah. movies so that the word is getting out there. And, and really, and there's nothing wrong with making money. Uh, right. That's how, you know, it, and if, if it is, if there's something wrong with making money, <laughs> then everybody should quit their job tomorrow. Uh, <laughs> no, there's nothing wrong with making money. Right. God looks on the heart. Mm -hmm. God looks on the heart and says, why are you doing this? Mm -hmm. And what is your motive? Mm -hmm. And the motive is, is to get the good news of Jesus Christ around the world. We're living in the last hours. Yeah. You know, John the Baptist was considered the greatest prophet of the Old Testament. He, would, he brought in, he, he ushered in Jesus. Mm -hmm. And he's considered, he, and now he's written in the New Testament, he, but he actually ushered in yes. Jesus Christ. Yes. And it is said that we are greater than John the Baptist. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we're about to usher in mm -hmm. the second coming. Mm -hmm. And some of these faith-based movies and some of the things that God's doing right now, it is literally getting out the word of God into the harvest fields so that we can get the word out and then we're going to go home. Hallelujah. Yes, yes. Well, I tell you, it's just really refreshing the films that I've seen. And of course, I love family-friendly films and I enjoy supporting that and working on all that. And so what an exciting past you've led and everything. But we do need to talk about your ministry now. Yes. You're currently pastoring now. Since April. The, uh -huh. Lord, the Lord has a way of doing things where you're, you're thinking, oh, everything's just this way. Well, uh, for the last 25 years, I've traveled every week speaking in churches, conferences, uh, television. And, and then suddenly... At the end of last year, the Lord began to deal with me about starting a church. Mm -hmm. And so we started a church in Rockwall, Texas called Great Faith Church. And uh, we started in April. And so God is just doing a new thing. <laughs> uh, and I'm excited about it. Yeah. And it's literally giving me a foundation. It's giving me a core group of people that are beginning to get excited about my vision mm -hmm. and my dreams mm -hmm. of of television and movies and all of the different things that I want to do for Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. And so God has given me a group of people now. You know, when you travel, you don't have a group of people. You right. go somewhere and then mm -hmm. you go somewhere else. Mm -hmm. But now we're finding that the Lord's, he's got a plan. Mm -hmm. And you know, he's got a plan for every person's life. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's the time to believe that God has brought you to the kingdom for such a time as this. Mm -hmm. And I believe God has brought you to the kingdom for such a time as this. And God is going to cause this program to go around the world. Mm -hmm. Not just the Denton and other areas, but God is building up people. He's, he's, he's moving people and mm -hmm. bringing people together and causing us to realize there's a bigger plan. Mm -hmm. And so I believe that God has a big plan for the church. He's got a big plan for everybody. We're yes. living in the greatest hour of the church. Yes. You know, it may be getting darker and darker mm -hmm. and darker in the world. Mm -hmm. 
but the church is about to get brighter and right. brighter. And they're using faith-based movies. They're using television. We're going into churches and conferences and places mm -hmm. all over the world mm -hmm. bringing forth this message mm -hmm. of good news. Mm -hmm. You know, it is good news. Yes, it is. The word gospel means good news. Yes, yes. And, and that's, what we, that's what we preach at Great Faith Church down in Rockwall. And people are finding it. Our, our website is gfaith.org. Okay. gfaith.org. And uh, uh, we're excited about it. We're excited about what God's doing right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, um, just uh, tell our viewers a little bit what they can expect when they come to your church. Well, you know, uh, we, we have great praise and worship. Uh, you know, God gave us great praise and worship from day one. Awesome. I, I was asking the Lord you know, <laughs> back in, in uh, uh, March. I said, Lord, I want a keyboard player and I want instruments and I want this, that and the other. And I told people and everybody would tell me, oh, well, you won't have that. I said, yes, I will. They said, no, no, no. It, all the keyboard players, you know, there's very few of them out there. And the, if, if, they're, if they play, they're already somewhere. And, and then if they're not somewhere, you know, they're going to charge an arm and a leg and this and that and the other. Yeah. And, and, and they said, well, you, you'd probably be blessed if you get a guitar player. <laughs> I said, well, we'll have guitar players too, but I'm getting a keyboard player. Mm -hmm. You know, I put it out on Facebook and God brought us the best. We've got, <laughs> we've got a great keyboard player, a drummer, great, uh, just everything's just anointed. Mm -hmm. Not just good, mm -hmm. anointed. Mm -hmm. And uh, we bring forth the word and an encouraging word. You hear enough bad news all week long. Right. Oh, Lord. People need on Sunday to hear some good news. <laughs> Absolutely. You turn Absolutely. on the evening news, the the the, uh, the anchor says, good evening. Last good thing he said. <laughs> and so so we need to hear some good news. And we got a great children's church. And we got a, we got a great youth uh, ministry. And we've got uh, a singles ministry for single adults. And uh, we've got small groups. God has done a lot since April. And the people are excited. And uh, I'm excited. And God is doing great things. Praise God. Praise God. How exciting. Well, as you said, uh, Dr. Backer, there are people that are uh, facing dark times, struggles in mm -hmm. life, challenges in life. We have just a few minutes. Could you look at your camera? Mm -hmm. Offer some words of encouragement to anyone that's viewing this program that needs some hope, needs some good news today. Amen. You know, God is still on the throne and you were born for such a time as this. God has a purpose and a destiny for your life. You know, growing up in Hollywood and growing up in that lifestyle, there were so many things that God wanted to use in that. And there's things that God has given you in your life. He's given you gifts. He's given you things that some of those things you say, well, it's not that important, but God gave it to you. And God has placed it in you for such a time as this. And so I believe that you have this purpose. You have a destiny. You know, destiny is just a fancy word. It means a destination. You've got a reason to wake up in the morning. And I'm here today to tell you, it is for the glory of God. So as you take your eyes off yourself, and as you put your eyes on Jesus... And you say, Lord, use me in any area of your life, in any area of, of this world. Go forth and do it for Jesus, and you'll find out the reason you were born. You will find out that this is the greatest hour of the church, and this is your time to shine. Amen. Just as Moses, when he saw God, it says his face was radiant. Well, let me tell you something. As you spend time with the Lord and you find out the reason you're here, you'll begin to shine. 
and it is time for us to shine. Amen. What a great word. What a great word. Uh, it's been such an honor to have you on the program today, well, Dr. Backer. it's been an honor to be here. And I wish you a lot of success on all of your many endeavors that you are involved with, with your ministry. And like you said, the full circle coming around, I'll be looking for more great things from Amen. your ministry. And uh, maybe we'll do some things together in the near future. You never know what God Look has in store. It. Praise God. Well, um, Let's end the program with your tagline. God has, has something, something great, great with, with your, your name, name on, on it. it. <laughs> Don't forget that. Thanks for joining us. For more information about the Time with Teresa Around the World TV radio podcast or for guest sponsorship consideration, please contact us at TeresaWestbrook.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Program airs every Tuesday and Friday at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on his RoyalGuidanceRadio.com. Oh, no. What do you do when life breaks you into a million pieces? How do you cope? How do you recover? Is there anyone that can put all the pieces back together again? Yes, friends, there is. Once in the hands of Christ, brokenness can be redeemed and repurposed. Hi, I'm Teresa Westbrook, author of Shattered, God Heals Broken Hearts. Throughout the years, it's been my great honor and delight to interview many champions of the faith on my television program, Time with Teresa. Their stories of surviving some of life's greatest tragedies has been compiled in this new ministry resource book that offers encouragement, wisdom, hope, healing, and so much more. You'll read their compelling stories about forgiveness, survival, rekindled hope, overcoming, and of course, lots of victories. I hope you'll pick up your copy of Shattered, God Heals Broken Hearts. Special thanks to all who were involved in the making of Shattered, God Heals Broken Hearts. God bless you.